Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms, ¿cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you again for being here and clicking at Chicana Moms Podcast. And I am doing good. I'm very busy and I'm just trying to figure out ways to just keep my life in order. My house, you guys, this is crazy. I always told myself I want to have my whole entire house organized, decluttered, and clean. And I'm so close of getting there that honestly, yesterday I was like, ¿Qué hora que hago? <laughs> like, I tackled each room or area of my home like deep clean. And my husband was doing some shelves just to add a little bit more space to organize and declutter things that we don't need anymore. And it has made a big difference. So I just wanted to share this with you guys because. Um, I'm like kind of old school with several things around my house. I don't, I do not like using, um, uh, I don't even, oh my God, I have like a brain fart right now. I don't like using a dishwasher. I do not. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it, the dishes don't get cleaned. I know I might be wrong. Every dishwasher is different, but I'm old school. Prefiero lavar los trastes um, a mano. I just feel like I'm scrubbing really good. I don't use gloves. I try to use gloves because they hit. No, my my hands are getting like old, and you know they're not. It's not working out. But I had to take them off. They give me. I had a a, a rash on my hands, and I'm like, what is happening? So yeah, that's not for me. I'm going old school, and I'm gonna stick with it. Ni modo, but. Yeah, so the reason I'm telling you this is because I told my husband, get rid of this dishwasher. We hadn't used it in years, so he took it out. And the space um, where the dishwasher was is actually a space that I'm using to organize all of my cups. I am obsessed with cups. Um, I got rid of other cups that I wasn't using, but I limited. A lot of them are like that light blush pink. Yeah, it's crazy, but I'm good now. I don't buy anymore until who knows when, <laughs> but I feel so much organized. I love to clean, but a veces me da la huevonada. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm just going to let it be. Um, But that's what I've been doing. And I actually ordered one of those cards. Um, Many of you probably know those three, Um, I don't know three layer, I don't know, three layer cards, the ones that they sell at Ikea. So I purchased it on Amazon and it's a blush pink, of course. And I put all of my cleaning supplies and sponges and I have a toolbox that I made for myself. And it's been really challenging for me to find a cute toolbox. So I had to use a caboodle, <laughs> the caboodle box. It's so cute. I got it at Didi's a while back before COVID. And I decided I'm going to put all my tools in there. So yes, I do have tools and then I carry or not carry, but I will take that cart with all of my cleaning supplies in every room of my house. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. 
I just love cute things and organizing things. It's it's weird, but it works for me. Um, I like to see cute things. You know, I'm sure I'm not alone. But eso es lo que tengo. That's what I've been doing. And I'm like, what else do I tackle? I even tackled the garage. Oh my God, like everything. Um, of course, you know, the daily cleaning and so forth. But other than that, I feel organized. And I hope um, that you guys also feel motivated to take care of your home. And I've said it before, our home is a very special place. We cry, we laugh, we sleep, right? We even sometimes, we're doing exercise, right? We're Whatever it is that you do, I mean, you cook, right? You shower. We do a lot of beautiful things for ourselves um, within our home. Our home is beautiful. Take care of it. Clean the walls. When, when was the last time you cleaned the walls? When was the last time you gave, you know, our floors a really good scrub? I mean, I know it sounds really ridiculous. And I know with our culture, like my mom would wake me up, like I mentioned before, super early. And I didn't understand that, obviously. And I hated it. But now I like, one, I won't wake up that early for sure just to do that. But I will implement it in my in my day. Um, and I just stay organized because I love to see clean spaces but that's my mental health and I wanted to share with you that little update but I know you're not here just to listen to me telling you how I'm obsessed with cleaning at times we're not obsessed because there's times where I just let it be you know just kind of let it be and just take your time to just relax and then come back and tackle it not where it's messy for weeks and months because then that becomes a problem and sometimes that can be depression you guys if you feel like at some point you know I've I like to clean but I haven't been in that mood to keep my home in order because of everything that's happening um you know if you feel like it's depression then seek help really really do it especially because you know if you have kids or even if you didn't it's important um to just get that help But I also want to highlight, you guys, um, that Mujeres Revolutionary Circle, um, in August, it's going to be the last circle of the year. Um, But I do want to highlight that in July, there is a topic of La Niña en Mi Ser. And we're going to have a guest speaker. Her name is Michelle Gomez. And she is a success coach and she will be talking about healing their inner hija and it's going to be beautiful. Um, so it's uh, actually at the last Tuesday of every month and you get to share your thoughts and feelings about it. It is not therapy, but it's a space where we get to feel that unity between um, Chicanas, Latinas, and just coming together to create that beautiful space of healing. Um, so if you would like to attend, um, the registration fee is $25. A percentage of that is going to go to Girasoles and Marcha. And if you haven't heard of them, highly recommend to support them. Um, they're on Instagram as Girasoles and Marcha. And it is... Um, like a nonprofit um, of my beautiful amigas 
that provide a, a space for young girls. So she's a mentor and she has a lot of beautiful activities for girls. Um, and check out their page. There's so much amazing information that they have. So percentage of um, this month's circle topic, La Niña en Mi Ser, is going to go to Girasoles en Marcha. And um, there is a giveaway. Um, I posted, I know not a lot of people know about the Mujeres Revolutionary Circle because it's. I just created it this year. Um, but I will definitely bring it back. But in August is when I'm just um, going to have the last one for this year. Um, but the giveaway is if you tag one of your good friends or someone who's been there for you and the giveaway is one ticket and you get to bring a friend to um, this circle which is uh, the last Tuesday of July at 7 p.m pacific time you don't have to be just in California you can be anywhere in the United States heck even Mexico and well I know it, time for me just have to be mindful because it's 7 p.m. and I don't know it would be kind of late in Mexico but it, it's up to you if you can attend um but yeah if you're interested please visit um the Instagram account of Chicana Mom's podcast and the post is on there if you want to attend if you want to join the giveaway or if you want to register you can still do the giveaway you can and if you win and you already paid for it you'll get that reimbursed or credit for the next month you get to decide but other than that you guys um in today's topic I want to talk about our little girl behavior how that little girl behavior creates consequences as grown women and we create a mess because of our little girl behavior and I want to touch base on that and what it means and expand a little bit and it is somewhat an attachment of what we'll be talking about um, in the circle La Niña en Mi Ser. So let's just get started. So our little girl behavior, what does that look like? What does that look like? And how is it that we get consequences um, as grown women because of our little girl behavior? So there's a lot of wounds in the inner child, you know, and that la niña en, en nuestro ser. And obviously, um, if you're able to attend the Mujeres Revolutionary Circle, we go in, uh, we're going to go in more deeper. So hope you're able to join us and and um, be in that space. But I did want to introduce this as what the inner child wounds are like. Um, I'm sure that we all can relate to many. Um, and there is, you know, that inner child wounds of abandonment, guilt, trust, and neglect. Um, if we look at abandonment wounds, you guys, as, you know, that little girl behavior, um, it feels like that left out, 
Like when you were a little girl and you didn't have a voice to give an input, even it could have been for the smallest things. vamos a comer a ver? Let's see. What is, um, you know, Anita want to eat today? Let's ask her. It's her turn. You know, when you give a child that opportunity to just um, express their thoughts and their feelings, right? And the fears of being left, like abandoned, literally, you know, that you feel that your parents are not going to come back because something happened. Everyone is very different, especially you know, with immigration, there's parents that take, have taken their kids to school. They'll go to work and the parents never come back home because they were picked up by, you know, ICE and, and the child, there's the trauma. And let's say the parent does come back, but that impact in that child has already been, you know, it, it's already been impacted obviously in their life. So part of the ab- abandoned wound, uh, abandonment, wound um hates being alone always has to be with other people um codependent threatens to leave right if you don't do that then i'm gonna leave it's kind of like un berrinche right and normally attracts emotionally unavailable people so i'm going to read these to you and i really hope that you kind of you know listen as to where am i if anything Where am I? I can honestly relate to the abandonment wound. Yes, my parents were there, but emotionally, um, not as much as I would like. But it's okay now. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I understand. I'm going to explain to you why in a little bit. Um, the other is guilt. The guilt wound, right? So you feel sorry or bad, doesn't like to ask for things, uses guilt to manipulate, is afraid to set boundaries, and normally attracts people who make them feel guilty. So remember, why? If we were, you know, when we were little, if our parents would say, si no haces esto, vas a ver. Si no, okay. You know, um, they give you a guilt trip. O si no, vas a ver. Ya, entonces no te voy a querer. Si no te portas bien. You know, little comments like that affect the child. So there's a lot of that, um, codependency right like of always pleasing people but of feeling guilty because you saw that pattern too many times in your life so you continue to bring it to the table sometimes without realizing it the other is a trust wound is afraid to be hurt doesn't trust themselves finds way to not trust people feels insecure and needs lots of external validation i did an episode couple of uh, a week ago and I talked to you about external validation and internal validation and the importance of working on that internal validation um also doesn't feel safe normally attracts people who don't feel safe remember we gravitate to people who you know behave in a way that are patterns that we've seen for too long like too many times Now, the neglect wound struggles to let things go, has low self-worth, gets angry easily, struggles to say no to people, um, represses emotions, fears being vulnerable, normally attracts people um, who don't appreciate them or make them feel seen. 
And we have to be very careful because all of the these wounds that I'm talking to you about, the abandonment, the guilt, the trust, and the neglect, even though, you know, obviously we were impacted uh, when we were ch- a child, now as an adult, there is a lot of what I call residue. And when we behave in a way that we know is not right, but we continue to do it because it turns into a habit and a comfort zone, it creates a mess. It creates chaos. It creates anxiety, anger, sometimes depression. It creates mental illnesses at the same time, you guys. And um, it's very concerning because then that affects our physical health. So it's important to be cautious about what are the wounds that I continue to carry And how am I going to heal myself? And this is where therapy, your if it's a coach, if you know if it's a support group, and this is why I know Mujer's Revolutionary Circle. Even though it's once a month, um, I've had many feedback from several ladies that have attended and had shared how appreciate how they appreciate. Um, that space and not just in Mujeres Revolutionary Circle there's so many out there that are willing to make the time as well and to just create that space and yeah we just have to keep searching and asking and looking around Um, but it's important to seek help you will feel emotionally drained and if you feel like I'm so used to this anxiety you have to be very careful. Sometimes I think what happens, you guys, is that we do things that seem right in the eyes of others, but never a good space for you at the end of the day. If you do something because I do it for my kids, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not good. I understand we love our kids. We would kill for them, right? I mean, yeah, we would, but I don't want to sound like, you know, when we're here, going to literally kill someone right now. But you know what I mean. Somos leonas, right? Like, we will, you know what, like, don't mess with my child. Um, And if you live your life saying, I do everything for my kids, then where are you? Where is your space where is your worth remember you have had dreams that you still probably want to accomplish but just because you're a parent or just because you're married doesn't mean it stops there so be very careful because remember if we say i do it all for my kids and then i don't care about me that's a problem. First, it's you. Then it's your partner. Then it's your kids. Or if you don't have a partner, first it's you. And then it's your kids. And then it's everyone else. You have to be your priority. It is working on our inner child. Right? That little girl behavior of, you know, maybe throwing tantrums. Because we weren't heard when we were five. And then ten and then 12, and then 15, and so on. Those little tantrums, a 40-year-old can have tantrums. 
a 50-year-old can have tantrums. And obviously, right, if we had a tape, a tape, oh my God. (laughs) I say a tape because I'm thinking like in the 80s and 90s, I guess a video. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, A video. And we were to see our developmental stage and the things that we went through when we were younger, it would be more easier for us (laughs) to understand. But because obviously we don't have a a video or a tape, (laughs) Um, it takes time, right? Sometimes it takes someone to call us out on our shit. They're probably like, damn, why are you always a bitch? Why do you why are you always like so straight out and like so blunt? You know, that's that's not even a good thing. I get it. I've talked about this before, but we don't always have to be a bitch to people to prove that you're strong. I don't understand that sometimes. I don't understand that. I get it. If someone's attacking you and they're like your character, one. If you get mad, it's because why do you have to defend yourself? But, you know, because you know your worth. But then again, easier said than done, right? But sometimes it's just doubting yourself. Someone else, again, for the, I don't know, 351 time has told me that I'm a bitch and it continues to trigger me or that whatever it is, right? And it's a trigger that you're just like, this is exhausting. So I'll just put up a wall. Anyone who gets defensive is because they are afraid. Now let's talk about that because that little girl, right? We were afraid at some point in our culture. El cinturón, la chancla. Damn, I've had people tell me Luna y Villa and um, una vara. It's whoa. And other things, I'm sure. So if there's that fear of like, you know, because that was not the right way to to discipline kids, right? It creates a fear. It creates this chaos and insecurities. And so with time, when you continue to see the whole thing over and over and over and over, and now as you're an adult, you're like, hey, I have a voice. Ahora si no me voy a dejar, Right? But there's two avenues. Making sure that little girl's being heard. You know by who? By you. This is not about waiting for your mom and your dad to come in and hear you out. And I get it. It does help. But sometimes, you guys, sometimes that mom or dad is not in that space. And guess what? Maybe they'll never be there. In that space of how you would want them to talk to you, to apologize, or to tell you something. I don't know. Heck, anything that you feel that you're like, I needed it. Because you know why? A parent who can't parent was not in this world just for that. They are first a person. So there's there's parents. Yes, they have kids. But the reality is... That they're not meant to be a parent. And it's learning to accept the fact that letting go of the people that love us. And what do I, what do I mean by that? I mean that that father or that mother, or both, right? Everyone's different. 
But if that one parent was absent emotionally, right, physically, well, yeah, physically as well, and they didn't provide you with that, how can I say it, this, this love that you felt and the protection, and even though now you're an adult and you're waiting for it, this is where it's important to obviously if you have faith right like pray for them but also pray for yourself to be able to help yourself understand the reality that maybe you know what at this point my mother or my father is not here just to parent they're here on their journey what journey their life to create what everyone's different Maybe their journey is just to continue to find themselves because at some point something obviously happened in their life. And then if they did, always making sure to come back and see it with compassion and empathy. Because heck, who knows? Things can happen in life and then it's like, you know, it can throw us off emotionally, mentally, and physically and then God forbid, right? But you can be in a space where you're just like, you probably just can't pair it anymore. And then what happens? God forbid that happens, right? But I'm just giving you this example. So overall, what I'm trying to say, you guys, that this inner child wounds, that little girl behavior that eventually gives us these consequences as, as women has a lot to do with those wounds that we need to heal. Did you know that you're probably carrying a wound like not for over... Like, who knows, depending on how old you are, 20 years or more. Because let's go back. Our culture says, si vas con un psicólogo es para locos. Let's be very real with that and understand that it's important to talk to another human being that's outside of your circle. That's not going to be biased. Many people look at therapy as like, oh, they just sit there and talk. What? You're human. You need another person in front of you or, you know, just to be able to talk to someone and not just for them to listen to you. Because many people in families criticize. If it's anxiety or depression, ah, no, 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 pray on it. Se te va a quitar. Ah, pues estás mensa. You know, estás loca. Como que depression? I never had depression. You don't have depression. Huh? Anxiety, da, 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 da. Well, everyone's different. But let's remember there's a lot of ignorance at the same time. There's a lot of beautiful things. There's pros and cons in our culture, in our family. That's just how it rolls. Right? And making sure that those expectations that, that we have towards people in our families doesn't continue to trigger our wounds. And, I'm, and if it does, it's okay. It's part of the process. But the more aware you are about your wounds, then the more you're going to be able to say, hey, I want to learn more about this, right? You're going to read books. You're going to watch videos. You're going to see a therapist or your coach or attend a support group, whatever it is. But normally this is what happens, you guys. We have these high expectations. Oh, well, you're my mother, my father, and you never gave me what I wanted in my life. 
So, because I'm your daughter and you messed up, um, you owe me. No. No. They don't owe you anything. The only person you owe is yourself. Okay? If you have other people in your life, like your brother, your sister, your cousin, who knows? Let's say your sister. And you have this expectation as like, I am your sister and because I'm your sister, I have all the right to tell you what I want. No, what? You know where that control thing's coming from? A behavior that you saw from normally a parent or an adult in your life that you saw it too many times. So you're mimicking that behavior. Be very, very careful with that. Because remember, we're talking about the moons, about trust. You're afraid to get hurt. So let me hurt you first before you hurt me. And you don't trust yourself enough to be calm and, and, and um, collected, I should say. It's important to be able to work on that. To work on ourselves and say, you know what? I trust myself that I'm going to respond versus react. Because I don't need to prove to anyone who I am because I know who I am. I know who I am. And yes, it's going to take time. Time doesn't end. Time continues to tick, you guys. But um, I just hope that you don't put yourself in this space where you're just like, well, Dios dirá. Okay, let me tell you something about that. God put us in this world to love each other and protect each other. And God will help you, obviously, but you also have to help yourself. I, as a therapist, feel that God works through me, right? And I remember seeing my therapist and I perceived it in that manner, I'm sure God works through her. She has a good heart. She's here to help people. And just knowing that made me feel like, all right, cool. And why did I reach out to her? Because I need a human being that was outside of my circle to hear me out and give me feedback. And it helped tremendously. Yes, I will continue to pray, but I know God put all these resources for us in this planet that we need to take advantage of in a good manner. So I am going to end this episode by having you think about how is it that you are healing that little girl. So that little girl behavior doesn't bring consequences as you now as a woman. First, you're a woman. Then you're everything else. There's a big difference, you guys. And if any of you are able to attend the Mujeres Revolutionary Circle, that space is for you, for us, my Chicana sisters. And I hope um, to see you there. Se cuidan. And I wish you the best in everything that you do in your life. Adios. Thank you so much 
so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, an Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.